Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine of three quarters topic of the week is What If Never Was a Chosen One, Part Four. Hey there, listeners, it's me, Jem. And I'm Ria, back again with Neville Longbottom and the Goblet of Fire. Here we go, we're still kicking. Here we go, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is the one where I think it's going to fall apart, <laughs> but mm. we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So, what are Snape and Pettigrew doing? So, that's our first problem. We're making the assumption that Snape has gone looking for Pettigrew because he's connected the dots and figured that Pettigrew must have been a turncoat. Okay. And so maybe, let's say he's found him. He's he's legitimized his way through the populace and found Pettigrew scoring around mm-hmm. in Romania somewhere. Okay. He finds Pettigrew. Together they find Voldemort. And now Voldemort has two servants. One who is, both who are very loyal. One out of fear and one out of, like, actual loyalty. Mm-hmm. And, um... One who's very skilled with potion making as uh, an oculumens, one who has this animagus ability, very useful. Okay. I have a quick question there. Yeah. Why does Snape go to Pettigrew and why is Pettigrew willing to resurrect Voldemort? I feel like Pettigrew just wants to stay out of it. Well, I think with enough uh, threatening from Snape, he will yeah. do what Snape says. Oh, definitely. I think if Snape gets to him, like Snape yeah. can use him as a minion. But is Snape yeah. not just like, I should go straight to Voldemort myself? Or is he like, I want to bring him this traitor? And then Voldemort decides to keep Pettigrew around? Like, Maybe he figures out, because he would have known from Sirius that Peter Pettigrew's a uh, Animagus. So yeah. he would know that Pettigrew could figure out where Voldemort is, maybe. Because that's how Pettigrew finds where Voldemort is. He learns it from the rats. Okay. <laughs> maybe Snape's just like... Every other Death Eater that I know is either in prison or yeah. turned turncoat immediately. Pettigrew's someone yeah. that I know is on the run, vulnerable, I can use him. Yeah. And is just like, here we go. Two is better than one, you know. Mm. Oh, also, do we want to talk about James quickly? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So we made a decision. We kind of were vague in the last book, Prisoner of Azkaban, about mm-hmm. how James would have been injured in that um, final fight. So we made a decision that Snape used Sectumsempra on James and cut off his tongue. So this is quite a traumatic injury, which yeah. involves a bit of like psychological healing, but also it means that James can't use verbal spells anymore. He can't communicate with his family and his friends in the mm. same way anymore. So this is going to take him a long time to recover from and to come back from. Yeah. So like, it's a massive blow to his ability to use magic yeah. as well. Cause he's got to completely relearn all magic to be nonverbal now. And also it definitely knocks him out as mm-hmm. teacher. Like he can't teach a class if he can't yeah. speak. 
until he's recovered and learned to communicate in other ways, which I'm sure he will with time. Yeah. It also makes sense that Snape would choose that kind of punishment for James, given all the taunting and bullying that James doled out to him throughout the years. Absolutely. He would literally cut out the thing that that let him do that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like, because Snape invents spells, it's some like nasty version that he's been cooking up for James for a long time, because of course it is. He's a vengeful guy. Just like he was cooking up that he wanted to poison Sirius slowly so he dies painfully. Yeah. Yeah, He's probably still got like more revenge cooking his head for remus and james but he's like i need the power of the dark lord on my side before i can go after these two because he's crazy his brain's full of crazy juice he's a crazy boy yeah it's full of crazy juice it's high on crazy juice yes so snape and peter pettigrew manage to track down voldemort i assume they encounter bertha jorkins on the way they're like oh we've now got a willing ally in body Mm -hmm. crouch everything sort of starts going from there as it should yep i think that's all fine okay so book begins Neville has a terrible nightmare about the Riddle House and Frank Bryce the gardener. Yes. He wakes up. I don't think step one is pull out parchment and write to Dumbledore. I think step one is walk down the hall, knock on the door, wake up Nan. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And then does she pass along the message to Dumbledore? I feel like she'd want to look into it herself first. So maybe she even, like, sees if there's any sort of, like, because, like, Neville's dream encompassed the Riddle's bodies being found without any marks in them and shit like that as well right it's all this detail in it yeah well the details in the book i don't know if he necessarily got all that detail from a dream (laughs) but let's assume yes okay she might try and look into like she might look into her old connections the ministry and the auras department to be like is there any record of murders with the riddles we know tom riddle is voldemort's like alter like you know his original identity um if there's anything with that Mm -hmm. She also might write to Dumbledore, but I don't think it would be her immediate action. I think she would look into it more herself first. Yeah. And also comfort Neville. I think it would be a eventual... Eventually, I'll tell people about this, but for now, we'll keep this between you and me, Neville. Yeah. Let's also talk about Neville's psychology at this point. So I think we ended book three with Trelawney making a prophecy to Neville that was like, the servant of the Dark Lord is going to return to him and the Dark mm. Lord will rise again. Servants. Let's have that plural. Yeah. Servants. Yes. Yeah. And Neville is like, oh shit, that was a terrible real prophecy. Oh my god, I know what this means. Yeah. So I think when he wakes up from a spooky dream about Voldemort killing someone, he's like, it's it's popping off, we're doing this. <laughs> it's real, it's happening. Especially if he sees both Peter Pettigrew and Snape in that dream. Mm-hmm. He's like, holy shit, like she was right, blah blah blah. So I think Neville's in a bad place right now. He's very scared. Mm-hmm. Things have gone badly for him and his friends last year. And he's definitely feeling the pressure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What happens next? (laughs) Next, Harry gets invited to the Wizarding World Cup. uh, Sorry, the Quidditch World Cup. Mm -hmm. I think definitely, like, Ron and Harry are still going to that. Do we think that Hermione and Neville are going to get invites as well? Yeah, I mean, doesn't Neville go in the books in the original? I think. I don't think he does. I think he and Nan couldn't get tickets. Okay, but I think they would get tickets because they're the chosen ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, sure, they get tickets, they go. Yeah. I question whether the Potters are there or if, like, Lily Potter yeah. and James Potter are probably staying home still in a recovery stage and maybe yeah. Harry's been spending a lot of time with the Weasleys this summer. I think either Harry's been spending a lot of time with the Weasleys or Lily and James are kind of like, this is a good chance for our son to get out of here, away from this place, and have a moment of normalcy with his friends. Like, yeah. we should encourage this. Yeah. 
So I think all four of them are going to go off to the Quidditch Cup together. Mm-hmm. Got our squad. Exciting. Got our squad quad. This is all going <laughs> to this is going to play out pretty much exactly as it is. They're going to watch the Quidditch Cup. The Dark Mark will be like the Death Eaters will attack. Mm-hmm. They'll run. The Dark Mark's going up in the sky. Everyone's going to show up. They're going to be like, uh, it was Neville or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this actually this yeah. house elf and then that sets off a bunch of motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that all plays out. Yeah, same. they get a lot of information. They're gathering all the clues. There's no reason for any of this to change. I feel like a lot of this book is going to be pretty much on track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially because we went so off the rails last time. Okay. They go back to the burrow. All I assume all of their families waiting there, like the Potters, Nan, everyone's there. Maybe they get split up from there. It's like everybody's going to their own homes. Is Percy working at the ministry? Oh, yeah, Percy. Let's check in with him. I say no. I think probably he's still working at the ministry. Okay. Because what other jobs are there? Well, maybe he's interested, like, maybe that whole event with Penelope Clearwater really shook him and really put him off the course of, like, I want to work for the ministry or something like that. Mm. Maybe he's more interested in being, like, I want to become a Hogwarts professor because I want to make sure that doesn't happen to a student again. Okay, that's interesting. Maybe he's like, the the defense against a dark art spot is always a bit variable. Maybe I'm like training to become that kind of professor, but any professor would suit me. Okay. So maybe he's just leaning more towards academics than politics because we yeah. know he's an ambitious guy. Yeah. So maybe he's like re- doing like secondary study or something or researching stuff. But he's closer to his family. I yeah. think maybe he's still like gotten some sort of low level ministry job, but he's more pursuing other things rather than trying yeah. to get in close with... Cornelius, Fudge, and... Wait, who's the other guy? Body, body Crouch. Crouch. Yeah, he's not, he's not body, body Crouch's, Crouch's assistant. assistant. No, he's just a... He's like a, got a desk job somewhere to pay the bills while he's researching into stuff. Yeah, while he's doing something else. Okay, that makes sense to me. And he's close... Yeah, he's just generally closer with his family. Mm-hmm. Has, who has Ginny got a crush on? That's an interesting thing. <laughs> who does Ginny have a crush on? Given everything that happened last year Yeah, Harry's kind of gone through like a dark phase last year. I'm not sure... Like, unless mm. Ginny's into the dark brooding type, I'm not sure Ginny's as hot for Harry as she once was. Which we know she isn't, because she often makes fun of people for being kind of emo. Yeah. <laughs> in the books. And, like, in canon, she goes to the Yule Ball with Neville this year. But I think that's going to change. <laughs> Do you? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely, because Neville's so much more popular and eligible now. He's <laughs> the boy who lived. I think maybe she's got a thing for Hermione or Neville. Like, we don't know. I like the idea that Neville has a crush on Hermione. Oh, I love that Because I think that's going to cause some serious tension with Ron this year. Well, that's, we, that's if we assume Ron has a crush on Hermione, which there hasn't been anything to indicate that he doesn't. I Nothing's really changed between them, I don't think. If anything, I think they'd get along slightly better because mm. there's a third element in the group. So it's not Harry third wheeling between them constantly. No. They've got, like, two people to bounce off of. And they can kind of split up into the teams of... Ron and Harry and Hermione and Neville when things get yeah. too tense. And Hermione, do you think Hermione is more soft on Neville or Ron? It's an interesting question. That's an interesting question as well. Because I'm inclined to go with Neville, and based on how we've developed his character. But yeah. then we know Hermione has a type, which is Quidditch boys, which is mm. more Ron and Harry. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's particularly sweet on either of them at this point. Yeah. We'll I think maybe she's got a soft spot for both of them, mm-hmm. but I think when Victor Crumb enters the scene, like she's gonna swoon. She's not really interested in the boys her yeah. age right now. 
Yeah, fair. Honestly, fair. Because the other thing is, Hermione is almost an entire year older than everybody else. Yeah. She's almost 15 mm-hmm. when everybody else is like barely 14. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think when older Victor Crumb comes along, she's going to quickly lose interest in the rest of the boys. So Ron and Neville are crushing on Hermione and Ginny. Ginny's crushing on Hermione too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, what's going on? Alistair Moody... Yeah. We're just going to replace him with Barty Crouch, right? There's no need to change that up. Or would we replace him with Snape? <laughs> I think Snape... Snape would want to be there, but I don't think he's stable enough. But here's what I'm thinking. Rather than getting Crouch and like Crouch Jr. involved in all this in this year when it's so much more difficult, they already have someone who's sneaky, someone who's skilled with Polyjuice Potion in mm-hmm. Snape there. So if there was yeah. just enough pressure intensity and control and focus from Voldemort onto Snape to be like you need to get your head together and stick to the mission mm-hmm. then Snape might actually do it as long as he gets the promise and like and when the mission is over you'll get everything you want in Lily in James being dead in Harry being yours and all this sort of stuff yeah because I think it's going to okay. require a lot of self-control to not mm. go after Lily go after Remus like yes yeah. all that sort of stuff but I think if he's promised like as soon as I'm back in power you get yours. Yeah. I think he can pull it together. And then, like, he's the potions master. He's a master legilimens, oculimens. Like, Mm. he is the ideal choice to go undercover here. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So things are a little bit different at the Quidditch World Cup. There's no suspicious stuff with Barty Crouch and his house Mm. elf. It's just Barty Crouch is there. His son is at home. Whatever. I think maybe... Voldemort and Peter Pettigrew still go and get Barty Crouch because like a loyal Death Eater that's Mm. out of Azkaban it's useful to have this piece on the board but I don't think they put him in Hogwarts I think they're just like well let's kill or control Barty Crouch and we'll live in this house together and give you some freedom and we've got another minion now to do our bidding done all right yeah okay cool Hogwarts Express we go (laughs) to Hogwarts the Triwizard Tournament is announced blah 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 yeah Mad-Eye Moody class. I think Mad-Eye Moody is even creepier in this because mm-hmm. he's secretly Snape. Yeah. And he's just going to make it terrible for everyone. Of course he is. Yeah. Even worse. Even worse than before. He's going to teach the unforgivable curses. That's going to be a truly horrible class. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Snape is going to be so insistent about teaching them to resist the Imperious curse? I mean... No, I would say no. I think that yeah. wouldn't be in his best interest. He would teach them about the Imperius Curse, show it how it works. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it would be in his best interest to teach them how to resist it. Yeah. I don't even know if he casts it on them. Like, that's that's in character for Mad-Eye Moody, but it's mm. also suspicious. And I think he's a little bit cleverer than Barty Crouch. And I think he's like, I would rather trade off some good characterization moments for the safety of not potentially exposing myself, especially because I was here last year. Yeah. Okay. So this is a very, very, very key decision. Neville does not learn how to resist the Imperius curse, if he's even capable Mm. of such a thing. We know that if he has Voldemort in his brain, he is more naturally resilient to it anyway, though, right? I think so. But Mm -hmm. it still takes Harry... Yeah, a long couple time. Of lessons. It takes him a while to get the hang of it. And I think yeah. Harry... Well, I don't know. Do you think Harry is more naturally inclined to be able to resist this or our version of Neville? 
Well, Harry, we've established Harry already is gifted in defense against dark arts, and Neville isn't mm-hmm. necessarily gifted in that area. No. So that could be a contributing factor in the original Harry's like technique of throwing off the Imperius curse, as well mm. as Voldemort in his brain. So I think, yeah, Neville might have a bit of a proclivity, but not to the extent that original Harry does. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he can necessarily throw it off, but maybe he can resist it. That's a good grey area. Okay. Okay. Bow Battens and Durmstrang shows up. Everything's exactly the same. Now it's yep. the Goblet of Fire, and the four champions are announced. Neville's name comes out of the fire. Of course it does. And so does Harry's. Instead of Harry. Oh, what? And so does Harry's? Oh, yeah. This is where I'm bringing in the twists. Oh, okay. So you don't think Cedric Diggory. You think Harry Potter. I think that Snape confundances the um the uh what's it called the fucking goblet of fire (laughs) god i couldn't talk the (laughs) goblet of fire to select both neville and harry because he wants to make sure that his prize of having harry at the end of things is secured as well as neville being brought to the dark lord okay so I think he makes sure that Neville and Harry both get entered. I feel like that's and, uh, yeah. that's disobeying the Dark Lord. I don't think the Dark Lord told him to do that. I mean, it could be that, yeah, it is disobeying, or it could be that Voldemort agreed that that could be a good option, just yeah. to appease Snape and give him that security. Yeah, I think Voldemort is a little bit reliant on Snape at this point, because he's in kind of a weak mm. position, so I think he's willing to bargain. Yeah. Whereas normally he'd be like, no, mudbloods. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if Snape wants this fucking boy, whatever. Like, what's it to Voldemort? (laughs) Also, if Snape is on his crazy, like, Harry is the anti-chosen one, he's going to help me resurrect the Dark Lord. If he's, like, ranting that bullshit into Voldemort, Voldemort. like, maybe Voldemort's like, all right, maybe there's something to this. Yeah, you know, it could be appealing to him. But maybe he's secretly like, oh, you know, he's the backup chosen one and I'm going to kill him as soon as Snape's looking the other way. Yes. A hundred percent. And that's uh, that's how I think it's going to end. Spoilers, guys. I think Harry's going to die this book. This book? Oh, that's so soon. Okay. Oof. All right. So <laughs> Harry gets... Okay, so pandemonium. Bobatten, Durmstrang, you're fine. I like, this is fucking rigged. Yeah. These are both 14-year-old boys. What the fuck is going on? They're best friends, both from Gryffindor. Absolutely everybody thinks they yep. put their own names in. Yep. Ron furious lily potter furious yeah <laughs> like both ron and lily and james from home are like you use the cloak for this probably take the cloak off him oh absolutely the cloak gets taken off him and the map i think oh does lily believe him when he says i didn't put my name in i think she grudgingly believes him because i think she would be like given everything that we've been going through these past few months Mm. i know that you're a reckless idiot sometimes but this is a bit much this is a bit much even for you and the fact that neville got into it's just a very odd circumstance yeah the Um, fact that neville gets in is so suspicious like there was obviously tampering to get neville in there at all of course there was yeah but like when harry's name comes out at first she's just Curious, but when Neville's mm. name when Neville's name comes out, and then they go off to that little chamber, and Harry's like, "I didn't put my name in." I think she believes him. Yeah, because she'd be a bad mother if she didn't. Let's be honest. Like it's a bit much. Yep. So what happens next? <laughs> well, yeah, great. The whole school hates them except Gryffindor House, apparently. Yeah, uh, Gryffindor's absolutely on their side. The rest of the school yeah. absolutely turns on them. Got to. Yeah. I think Ron's going to turn on them as well. Yeah. Because he's going to be like, why did you leave me out of this cool thing that you did? And like, that's so justified. Yeah. And why did you choose Neville? 
Yeah. Well, I think he's going to be like, Neville, yeah. why Harry and not me? Because he's going to assume that Neville did it, not Harry did it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the dynamic's different. Yeah, so Ron's devastated yeah. <laughs> because of course yeah. he is. I think Hermione is like, no, they didn't do this. So she's trying to be the peacekeeper between Ron and her other two friends. Mm-hmm. How do you think Harry feels about this? I think, um, obviously confused, um, but I think he's very much like, yeah. I think this is when Harry's in kind of his emo phase. So he's um, very much mm. like, well, if someone wants to come get me, then like they can come get me. I'm ready. I'm sick of this. I'm going to avenge my dad. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you and I, Neville, we mm. can do this, all this sort of stuff. We can best this challenge. Yeah. yeah, I think Harry fully throws himself into it. And I also think he's got a bit of like, it's my fault my dad got hurt. I fucked it up. This is a chance to like prove myself, yeah. redeem myself. Not just do well in the competition, but like somebody put my name in for a reason and I'm going to figure out what it is and I'm going to mm-hmm. solve this. Like he's back on his bullshit. I reckon Neville is shitting himself. <laughs> I think Neville is absolutely shitting himself. I think he immediately mm. recognizes this as like an assassination attempt. Yeah. And he is much more upset about it than book Harry is who's kind of just like well this is happening again I guess (laughs) oh god I think Gran kicks up a massive stink tries to get him out of the competition that's not gonna work definitely nobody wants them to be competing nobody's happy about this Rita Skeeter's on the scene (laughs) nobody likes that (laughs) nobody likes that (laughs) okay weighing of the wands Hungarian horntail okay hang on so Rita Skeeter is anything different about the way that she spins things? Or is it like Neville, chosen boy, obsessed with fame and fame. glory, drags yeah. his friend Harry, who recently had a personal tragedy, into his yeah. fun game? That's how she spins it. She's like, oh, yeah. Neville, like, in his ignorance, probably think that this is a fun way to for Harry to get over his tragedy mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. But really, it's a selfish move and, like, yep. it's dangerous and reckless. Yeah. And, like, absolutely, she's dragging all the gory details of what happened to James yeah. in the media. And, like, everybody knows this is a massive thing now. Yeah. 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 Oof. Oof. Nasty. Okay. Harry's obviously having some trouble with that, but I think it just makes him more determined. Mm. Neville shitting himself. So, <laughs> Hagrid tells them about the dragons. Mm-hmm. I think Neville shitting himself is like, I need to know what the tournament is. I don't think Neville cares about, like, I'm going to play this according to the rules. He's like, this is life or death. Fuck the rules. (laughs) Our Neville is smarter than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what actually happens is Charlie learns about the dragons and he tells Ron. But Ron is angry Mm -hmm. at both of them. So he's not going to tell either of them. He's going to do this gossip trail to get them to go there. Mm -hmm. It'll probably end up with, like, Hermione is the last to know or something like that and then she leaves them there yeah because who else is going to leave them there yeah i think if ron tells pavasi and dean if ron yeah if charlie tells ron ron is going to leak it to hermione somehow and hermione's going to make sure that harry and neville yeah know. so harry and neville are going to be preparing like crazy i think harry's going to fly and that's fine Mm -hmm. he's good how is neville going to deal with a dragon He's probably just going to fucking read a book and learn that, like, their eyes are their weakness. So he knows he has to go for the eyes. Yeah. I think they're more on top of it. Because Harry definitely, Mm. like, was figuring things out at the last minute and panicking. I think Neville is preparing the entire time. Yeah. He's going to figure out the eyes are the weakness. And then maybe he's good at charms. So he might try and use a levitation charm or a concealment Mm. charm to grab the egg. I think he's got a plan. I don't think it goes off perfectly. No. 
no. Harry's more successful in the first task, but um, yeah, I think Neville pulls Harry it off, but not... knocks it out of the yeah. park. <laughs> Neville maybe comes third or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think Neville cops the Cedric Diggory treatment, yeah. and like he tries something, and he technically gets the egg, but he also gets his face burned by dragon fire. Yeah, yeah, and like has to spend a few days in the um, hospital wing recovering. Yeah. Also, something that I wanted to briefly touch on, we talked about, like, Gran is training Neville. I think after the end of third year, when he got this prophecy and, like, he told Nan about it, I think Neville is in proper, like, defense against the Dark Arts boot camp when he's home for summer holidays now. 100%. Like, she's training him to fight. So I think he's getting, like, some experience. Mm -hmm. Um, So first task, now Hermione's doing her House of Liberation front thing. Blah, 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 blah. Um, then there's the dragon egg. Um, they're trying yeah. to figure out that. The Yule Ball. Okay, okay let's, let's talk about the Yule Ball. Let's talk about it. <laughs> First of all, I think Neville is working a lot harder on the dragon egg than Harry was. Oh, I yeah. think even this version of Harry is more dedicated to the dragon egg. I think. Well, yeah, Neville would be on his side and be like, come on, we're a team here. Like, I'm working on the egg. You've got to help me out here too. Let's get through this together. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I think, like, they're definitely, because they're not Hufflepuff Gryffindor, they're like, no matter who of us wins, this is a Gryffindor Hogwarts victory, so let's do this as a team. Yeah. And I think Harry's a little bit uncomfortable with that because it feels like cheating to him, but Neville spins it as, mm. we didn't enter this competition, we're both underage, like we're just we're just making up the gap just trying to between survive. the other two. Yeah. And also I don't <laughs> think Neville cares about winning. I think Neville is like no. much more focused on the larger picture. Harry really wants to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're both working on the egg, but I don't know if they've cracked it yet. Oh, also, Ron's back on their side again because he saw Neville get super mm-hmm. burned and he was like, that was a fucked up thing that happened this yeah. crazy time. <laughs> How do they learn about the egg clue? Because Cedric isn't a champion, so he wouldn't know. Yeah. Yule Ball first. They don't solve it till after the Yule Ball because the next okay. task in February, and the Yule Ball is Christmas. So Neville asks Hermione to the Yule Ball. That happens in the books. Yes. Does she say yes? <laughs> I'd say yes. Okay, so she doesn't go with Crumb. Well, I think if Neville asked her first, because in the books, Crumb asks Hermione, she says yes. Mm-hmm. In, and then after that, Neville asks her and she says, no, I'm going with someone else. Okay. But if Neville is the Neville we've made him up to be in the book, in More our confident. little version now, hmm. non-canon Neville, he might have asked her sooner. He might have been like, oh my God, there's a Yule Ball. Yeah. Um, and I need a date. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to ask Hermione because obviously she's my friend and I like her. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way that they find out about the Yule Ball is that McGonagall announces it in class, basically, and then she's like, Harry, stay back. Yeah. By the way, you have to open the dancing with your partner. So, obviously, Neville and Harry both get that, like, message, and Neville is like, holy shit, I am not a dancer. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have to get up in front of the school and dance, and, like, Mm. it is intolerable to me that I don't have a date to this thing. So So I think, like, straight out of there, he leaves that classroom, he walks up to Hermione, and he asks her to be his date. And I reckon he kind of puts the fear of God in Harry as well. It's like, you need to get up there and dance, man. You've got to think about this. Like, you've got to ask someone soon. So either Harry tries to go for Cho if he has a crush on Cho earlier, or he goes for Ginny or something like Mm -hmm. that, like... Yeah. Yeah. I think if Harry has a crush on Cho, he either, with Neville's encouragement and goading, and the fact that Neville just did it and asked Hermione and got a date, like, yeah. I think he either goes for it with Cho, and Cho either says yes, or if Cho has a bit of a thing going on with Cedric Diggory, who's still alive and fine at the time, she goes with yeah. Cedric. 
or he's going to end up saying he's going to end up asking Ginny or something because like that's the only mm-hmm. girl that he knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to say Cho because I think that's cute. I think with Neville's encouragement Harry manages to ask Cho to the Yule Ball. Yeah, it happens like the next day or something like that. Okay. Now Ron's the only one who's lost an alarm. <laughs> Ron's unhappy. <laughs> Ron's unhappy. But like both of like both Harry, well, not even Hermione's not even jealous because she's got a date. It's Neville. Mm. I think Ron might be unhappy with Neville because I think he kind of he has feelings for Hermione. Yeah. Does Victor Crumb still ask Hermione to the Yule Ball and she says, "Oh, I'm I'm flattered, but sorry, I'm already going with someone." <laughs> I think so. Because yeah. then that rumor would spread like wildfire as well, which also adds to Ron's jealousy. <laughs> yeah. So I think like Hermione is maybe a little bit like I kind of wish I was going with crumb like i kind of wish i'd but i've already made a commitment neville already asked me and neville's my friend and like i can't leave him hanging like this no good so like there's lots of relationship politics going on i think with (laughs) hermione neville and harry all encouraging ron i think he finds a date before all the good ones are gone i think it's lavender brown yeah i think he asked lavender just because like she's a girl that he knows you know, that's basically end of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Seed and Seamus uh, go together. <laughs> yeah, Seed and Seamus go together all as well. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right, so they, they go to the Yule Ball. If they notice anything mysterious about Mad-Eye Moody at the Yule Ball, or mm-hmm. not really? Uh, I don't think so. Like, I think they're basically getting the same clues that Harry's getting, because nothing's really different. Do they have much reason to suspect Karkaroff of anything? Because Snape and Karkaroff aren't having conversations in this version because Snape isn't there. No, I think Karkaroff is still being a suspicious motherfucker because his dark mark is getting more clear and he's freaking out over that. And he's also just like a twitchy, paranoid man to begin with. (laughs) And like, he's kicking up such a massive stink about them being in the tribe of the tournament, just generally being a hassle. Like, I think he's the most suspicious of everyone that's there, but also like... Body Crouch mm. is kind of sus. Ludo Bagman's kind of sus. Like, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So, do they learn about Hagrid's giantism? Does that all play out basically the same? Well, Harry and Ron go for a walk to get away from the event. Mm-hmm. I feel like that might still happen, but I think it might be all four of them. I don't think Neville would want to get away from the event, though, because we know that Neville gets quite into the Yule Ball in the original. Oh, yeah, Neville thrives, doesn't he? So maybe he and Hermione have a lovely time before it's interrupted by the, the jealousy with Ron, and that causes more mm-hmm. tension. Yeah. And then maybe... I think Ron definitely wants to go for a walk to get away from it, and I think Harry's willing yeah. to go with him. Harry goes with him. So they overhear the conversation about Hagrid, yeah. and they encounter the Beetle, mm-hmm. so that's a bit of a clue about Rita Skeeter for later. Yeah. Even, so, yeah, they hear this room about Hagrid, and yeah. Yeah. But like I think Harry's kind of a bit keen to be like I would like to go back to my date with Cho please Ron <laughs> I'm having a good time yeah 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 <laughs> I'm interested in this love triangle that's growing this is incredible it's incredible all right uh okay. egg clue there's no way that they can get an egg clue from the Yule Ball can they unless Victor Crumb has figured something out and is kind enough to share a clue I don't think he would do that no especially if he lost Hermione as a date yeah he wouldn't share it no he, he's not got any reason to like have a soft spot for Harry and Neville, especially because Harry no. fucking slam dunked the first task. 
Yeah. Like, maybe he's a little bit like, oh, Harry's a great flyer. I'd kind of like to get to know him. But in terms of the mm. competition, I don't think he's sharing hints. And he's not too fond on Neville because he just took Hermione to the ball. Yeah. So I think Ron, Hermione and Neville are, like, not having a massive blow-up argument, but I think there's some tension there, definitely. And Harry's like, do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh my God. Hagrid's a giant's going to be in the news. They're like, that's upsetting, but we're not good friends with him. So kind of just we all hate Rita Skeeter now because we have evidence that she's a bad journalist. Yeah. Okay. How are they going to figure out the egg? I kind of just want to be like, they do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess Neville... I mean, he's going to be obsessing about this egg for months. It's not like Harry who's going to be procrastinating it not thinking about it don't worry about it yeah neville's gonna be like this is life and death maybe he's reaching out to teachers because he knows that moody kind of wants to help him so maybe moody gives him an extra clue oh yeah that's right moody could give him a hint i forgot about that snake yeah but like also i definitely think he's reaching out to hermione as a resource because harry pulls the insane move of being like i've already solved it (laughs) stop badgering me hermione (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely crazy. Stupid. You should have just given Hermione the egg and been like, go nuts. Help me. Yeah. Because yeah. he's kind of... Like solving a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, Harry's kind of got this, like, idea of, oh, I need to win this competition justly and honorably by not cheating and asking for help. Bullshit. I don't think Neville cares about that at all. Like, he's a Gryffindor, but he's got a strong sense of practicality about him. Yeah that I don't think Harry necessarily had because Harry didn't Mm. have any strong parental figures being like, take care of yourself. So I think if it was, if it was getting like closer and closer to the event and they still hadn't figured things out, Moody would just definitely just give them a hint because he wants them to get to the end. So he would somehow find a way to drop a hint and be like, drop it in water. And then they would do that. They realize mermaids. Neville's instant like gillyweed because yeah. he's a herbologist. Mm-hmm. So they're like, all right, easy. We're just going to steal some gillyweed. We don't need to steal it. We can just ask mum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lily's just going to give them some gillyweed, be like, sick. <laughs> good, good job, boys. Glad good you're luck. not cheating too much. <laughs> good luck. Be aware that your spells won't work properly underwater. Maybe look into doing water magic or some shit. I don't yeah. know. So they do pretty well in that challenge. Yes. I think there's probably, like, a bit of a kicking up some stink over the fact that they both did gillyweed and they're clearly cooperating, but, like, who gives a shit? They lose some points, whatever. Yeah. This is where, like, the Hermione, Ron, Neville, Victor Crumb love triangle thing is going to get pulled out into the news by Rita Skeeter. That's no good. Yeah. Oh, serious mates, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Nope. (laughs) He sure doesn't. He sure does not. (laughs) R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, this is where the four champions get taken out to the Quidditch pitch and told about, like, the maze and what the third task is going to be. Okay. And Harry goes off with Victor Crumb and encounters crazy Barty Crouch. Okay. Would Harry go alone? No. Neville and Harry would be going. Yeah. Also, the reason why Victor Crumb wants to talk to Harry is to ask if he's got anything going mm. on with Hermione. That's just not a factor. Yeah. So he would be dragging Neville along and Harry would be like, oh, I'm coming with. Yeah. Maybe maybe Victor just wants to chat with him. But like, yeah, definitely the three of them go off. Yeah. And I think instead of being like, like, Victor Crumb, you stay here with Barty Crouch, Harry, run and get help. 
I think Neville would want to stay mm. with Barty Crouch and Victor Crumb and still be like, Harry, go get help. Just because Harry's like the athlete, he's the fastest of them. Yeah. And the one who knows his way around the castle, unlike Victor Crumb. Yeah. Snape <laughs> is there as Mad-Eye Moody. I think just again, he knocks out the two kids, he kills Barty <laughs> Crouch, he buries him in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's really a reason for that to change. Other than generally, like... <laughs> It's slightly different. I think it pretty much just goes down yeah. the same. Okay. Okay, cool. Neville has a spooky dream during divination class that gives him more clues about Voldemort. Yeah. Does he immediately run off and tell this to Dumbledore? I I'd think say so. so. Oh, wait, actually, oh, yeah, he's got a bit of a relationship with Dumbledore. He probably writes to his gran again, though, first. So he writes to mm, gran. Definitely. Gran gets back to him and says, okay, I'm coming to the school. It's time we have a chat with Dumbledore about this. So yeah. they... And they, they talk, talk to him to together. together. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Because, yeah, the reason why... Well, not the reason. A reason why Harry is so close to Dumbledore in the original series is because he doesn't have any other parental yeah. figures. I think Neville is much more likely to reach out to his grand first. He still trusts and respects Dumbledore, mm-hmm. but he's not like, that's my dad. <laughs> You're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> especially because she said, let's keep this between us for now. Yeah. Um, about the dream thing. So... so. Neville doesn't go into the pensieve and get all those cool background memories because he's not left alone in Dumbledore's office. He's there with his gran. So those are some clues that he misses. Yeah. Now it's time for the third task. We've kept things pretty much on track. I think Mm. Harry, Neville, Ron and Hermione, they're all preparing together, just like in the original. I think Harry's doing pretty well. I think Neville's also doing very well because he's working really hard. He's been trained by his nan. I don't think he has Harry's natural mm-hmm. flair for defense against the dark arts, but he's got more than a natural flair for charms. And he's good with like potions, mm-hmm. herbology. I think he's holding his own in this preparation. Yeah. Yeah. He's got more of a well-rounded thing and going on. I think, yeah. I think Har- uh, Neville and Harry are like, let's go through the maze together. Sorry, they've made it this far working together. Like, I don't see why mm-hmm. they would be like, and now for the final task, you're on your own. Get fucked, Neville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they're like, let's do it together. And maybe it gets to a point in the maze where they're like, it's probably best to be split up because it'll help us cover more ground mm-hmm. to find the cup. No, I think they want to go in together. Yeah. Or maybe they just get forced apart by like a big yeah. spider or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I think generally, like, they're working together, they're trying to get through this together. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So now we get to the point where I guess Snape takes out Fleur and Crumb. Yep. Would he try to take out Harry? Or, no, he wants Harry to yeah. go with the cup. He wants Harry to go with the cup because he wants to kind of adopt and indoctrinate Harry, right? And make him like yeah, his own dark prince. <laughs> so I guess like his plan is I will send you Harry. You keep Harry for me, Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I'll come and get him after we're done here. Oh, wait, I thought he just wanted Harry to go through with Neville. Yeah, because... Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Harry touches the cup and he goes off to Voldemort and Neville gets killed. And, like, according to Snape's plan, Neville gets killed, Harry is kept there safe for him. Because, like, the plan isn't that Harry escapes and gets back to the school. No, (laughs) no. Neville's killed, Harry gets kept safe there, and that's what Snape wants. And then they'll probably try and pin it in the papers as Harry lost his mind and killed Neville. And that's how it all ended. Yeah, something like that. Or they just died a terrible tragedy, whatever. So, (laughs) Harry and Neville Mm -hmm. make it to the cup. I feel like grab the cup at the same time. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. Gryffindor victory. We're good. They grab the cup at the same time. Yeet. (laughs) Yeet. Off to the graveyard. (laughs) 
Kill the spare. Harry's dead. 100% Harry is dead. 100% Harry's dead. Yeah. Harry is standing up and being like, if you want to come to Neville, you've got to get through. And he doesn't even finish the sentence. He just gets killed. Yeah. So Wormtail's there. Barty Crouch Jr. is there. Voldemort's there in his gross baby body. Yeah. Oh, grim. I'm so sorry, (sighs) Harry. You made it so far. Oh, R.I.P. I wanted to take you all the way through to the end, but there's no way. As soon as Jem was like, Harry comes, Harry's name comes out instead of Cedric. Oof. 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 Mm. And now we get an interesting transgression with Snape, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. But, okay. So, so the ritual goes down exactly the same. Voldemort's resurrected. But with the Priorian Cantatum, he would get, never would get the help of Harry. He'd get the help of Frank. He wouldn't get, oh, he would get the help of his parents. Sorry, I'm talking nuts. So yeah, yeah, he all works out the same. Mm-hmm. Comes back, brings Harry's body back, all done. Oh, hang on. So, duel with Voldemort, you think Neville wins? Well, yeah, because that's one bullshit. Oh, yeah, that's right. He mostly wins because of the Priori Incantantum, not because of any yeah. particular dueling yeah. skills. No, no, no. There's a long monologue. Harry, sorry, Neville would get tortured a bit by yeah. um, Voldemort. Neville would, might hide. There's the part where Voldemort's like, bow, and yeah. Neville's just going to do it because he can't really resist the Imperious curse. Yep. And then um, Priorian can touch him. Cool. Harry manages to escape because of the ghost assistance. Sorry, Neville manages to escape because of the ghost assistance. Makes it back to the school. Brings Harry's body back. Brings Harry's body back. Okay. <laughs> Every, everyone loses oh. their shit, especially Lily. Lily. Oh my god. Oh, Lily. No, not that scene with Lily. <laughs> oh, it's the... <laughs> Neville screaming and Lily's there. Oh my god. My boy. Oh no. Oh no, I'm this genuinely is, so upset. This is what she's been dreading since basically the day Harry was born. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, before. Since the day she first heard the prophecy. Jesus Christ. And James wasn't even there. He was at home. Oh, no, he would be there. Yeah. Family and no, stuff No, he would have been there to view. Oh yeah, so God. James is there as well. He can't even oh. scream. He can't even can't scream. Can't even scream. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no. And also, oh, no. Snape is there. And he Snape has seen is there. what has happened. And he is like, not only is he like, I've just lost my precious prince, you know, fucking prophecy mm, bullshit. Prince of darkness. <laughs> prince of darkness. Half-blood prince of darkness prophecy bullshit. I've just lost him. Voldemort has betrayed my trust by doing that. And also, I yeah. this is my fault and Lily will never forgive me if she finds out. Yeah. So he's got a lot if of shit going on. If she finds out. Yeah. He's got a lot of shit mm. going on right now. <laughs> so, at this point, Barty Crouch dra- grabs Harry and drags him away and tries to have a secret meeting where he finds out if the Dark Lord was resurrected or not. Yeah. Is that Snape's first priority or is Snape's first priority like maintain my cover at all costs? Maintain my cover right now recalibrate once I figure out what's going oh on. Um, I think Snape loses it because he's been holding it together throughout this whole year. But remember, he's still got crazy juice in his brain. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he loses it a little he's bit. He's full of crazy juice. And he wants to find out exactly what happened with the Dark Lord. Did the Dark Lord just kill Harry out of nothing or did Harry provoke mm. him and it was inevitable? So he yeah. grabs Neville, drags him away, okay. tries to get that information. Tries to get the story out yeah. of Neville. Okay. <laughs> Dumbledore's going to kick down the door with... Probably, I would say, a distraught Lily Evans in tow. Like, Harry's body's been left with James, but Dumbledore's shown up with McGonagall and Lily Evans. Mm -hmm. Confronts Snape. Yeah. Does Lily just kill him? (laughs) 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 I feel like as soon as it's, like, as soon as it's, like, cure your polyjuice 
potion. Yeah. Like, we figure out what's really going on here. It's been Snape the whole time. Where's Moody mm. in the trunk? I feel like as soon as all this is revealed... Yeah. Like... She kills him. Lily's gonna try and kill him. If Dumbledore intervenes, maybe he's spared. But I don't think Lily is gonna let Snape out of here alive. No. Not when... He just got her son killed Lily's, because of yeah. some stupid fucking 30 year old crush. Like she's ready to kill him. Yeah, I think she's definitely going to try. Dumbledore will probably try and intervene and she won't be willing to kill Dumbledore to no. get to Snape. But she she might sneak in a nasty curse and take his tongue out or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, the same curse she used on James. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's she'll, great. She'll take out Snape's tongue. Because that's going to have consequences. That will have consequences. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Dumbledore then takes Harry back to his office. So I assume he does the same thing yeah. with Neville. Gran is there. He leaves McGonagall there. Leaves McGonagall there to guard Snape. He, I guess, would send Lily back to... No, maybe he's like, Lily, you need to hear what happened. Mm-hmm. Drags the two of them off to his office, gets the full story out of Neville. Gran is definitely there. Yeah. Then go. Then they go back to the hospital wing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my god. Cornelius Fudge shows up with a Dementor. Snape can't say anything. The Dementor kisses Snape. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Good. It's what he deserves. (laughs) He dead. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's not dead, but yeah. And then I think from there, things pretty much play out. Like, I think Hermione exposes Rita Seeker, but that's such a fucking non-issue at this point. Mm. Ron, Hermione, devastated. Um, yeah. Neville devastated, traumatized. Yeah, everything he's ever feared his entire life has come to pass. He yeah. barely escaped. Oh no, his friend is dead. <laughs> his friend is dead. Mm. One of his best friends for four years dead. Ouch! I'm, oh. I'm my heart is racing. <laughs> I'm so upset that we lost Harry. I blame you for this because we could have lost Cedric. No, it was you always, insisted. As soon as we introduced the Dark Prince prophecy bullshit that Snape was obsessed with, of course this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, it's on us for making Snape the prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> yeah. But someone had to be. It couldn't be serious. Oh, Lily and James. Oh, they've lost Sirius. Now Harry. Remus is there as well. I forgot he's also still in the school. He's also there grieving with them. Oh my god. Oof. Oof. Yikes. Yikes. Big yikes. I've been Jem, and I think Snape deserved what he got. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Rhea. I'm so sorry we killed Harry, listeners. Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.